0: Hello and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. This week in continuing our smooth brain summer activities, we chose um, Back to the Future. Mm -hmm. What what I would say is a, a period so light it's negligible. No, Amen. no measures need to be taken. Yeah. Yeah. No mitigation necessary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Real tapering sort of last day. Maybe sort of period. a panty liner type period. That might even be excessive. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of a, you'll deal with it when you get there. Uh, definitely not a movie that, you know, holds up plot wise to close scrutiny and it was not meant to so a perfect candidate for this category of film great i don't want to think too hard no and you really don't have to (laughs) it's a roberts and bikes. absolutely um i had fun with it this is the first time i've seen it like i think that since at least since i've been an adult i saw it for the first time ever this year in like january wow Mm -hmm. what prompted it I'm just, it was time for me to uh, embrace the great American canon. <laughs> um, yep. And that was one that felt like a major uh, yeah. cultural blind spot. Yeah. I still feel that I need to see the Kevin Costner uh, Robin Hood as well, because it's that is so a big boring. part of the conversation these days. Is it? These days? In my community, is I am so? hearing a lot of talk about Kevin Costner and Robin Hood. It, it comes up. Huh? Maybe Amanda because has a you're a Yellowstone we got fan. got her a T-shirt. Well, that is a period piece. As I recall, it's oh, very boring. Yeah. Well, and we watched. We we watched Robin, Robin Hood men, men in tights, tights. We sure did for this show. What a stupid film that was. You would think we would have found the bottom of the barrel by now. <laughs> no, girl. We <laughs> but can keep just on no going. There's no limit when two people are determined <laughs> to talk on a microphone almost <laughs> weekly. <laughs> what can't they do <laughs> semi-weekly depending on what's going on you know on. what it happens it's a priority in as much as we make it one right exactly you live you learn mm-hmm. you get loves oh wow remember those yeah for sure yeah, good commercials anyways before we talk about the film as is our custom bitch let's sync up yeah what you been up to oh so little so little. Um, oh, no, that's not true. I did a major yard project this weekend. Uh, yeah, much, um, actually. We did, uh, we got one of those stock tank pools in 2020 uh, when that was as good as gold. And, and I you really had to, like, by that decision. Y'all had to, like, track it down. We had to track it down to Callahan's. It was like, a local feed store. I called, like, every agricultural store essentially in, like, Travis and all surrounding counties. I called into Kendall County, which is like near Comfort, uh, and everyone was out of them because everyone decided to make a pool that year. Well, and then there was that one. and refrigerators. You really, yeah, struggled, yes. mightily, mightily. But we got the tank. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it really saved the day socially that year. Yeah. But I had just hadn't done anything with it, and it was starting to look very. Um, I can say this because of my culture, redneck. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, <laughs> and, for sure. Uh, so anyway, we finally like put a bunch of marble rocks. It looks around. beautiful. Thank you. Um, but I'm super sunburned and like just still profoundly sore. You said y'all moved. What was it? Fifty bags. Of and each bag was forty five pounds? Yeah. So of like yeah. Maths. About nine hundred and fifty pounds. Wow. Um and then I mean there were that was just those, like we also had these like really heavy pavers and Man. it was crazy. Man. Wild. Um, but it looks great. Yeah. And what playlist did y'all have going out there while you were working? Uh what is his name? Country guy. <laughs> Coulter Wall. We listen to a lot of that. That is not a person. Yeah, he's Canadian. I've never heard of this person in my life. Oh, he does a really uh, Coulter. Coulter Wall. What I think his dad is actually like a Canadian politician. I think if I looked into that, but he's kind of in the like Sturgill Simpson lane. These names, though, Sturgill and Lindsay, Coulter. The thing is, for... if you if you, uh, have you need to go to the rodeo, yeah, and like really, I please no. I'm expecting for sure. a formal invitation for next year, pending the names of the kids that are competing. Yes, yes, they're they are unbelievable oh yeah it's it's exactly what you think it's like it's boot black danny <laughs> <laughs> have you seen when people will do um uh like utah birth announcement names like uh, um lists yes and it's just like random collections of phonemes like yeah jackslin oh my god! you know the utah ones are pretty nutty to me yeah in a way that like you know it's not that's not been my vibe. Right, right. Uh, so I don't have the same level of fondness for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but, I, but it is... When you hear country, country names, name I can appreciate. you're like, that. Yeah. I know how you got there. I definitely... Colton is a name that is sort of new, but it, it's a name, and then... Colter well, all just is, are, so, are sort of, like, vaguely based off of, like, baby cow. Like... Right. Coltsley, right. you know? Right, right. I feel yeah. like all... Saunter and Colt, and then you got Colter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of these, like, There's also a games. lot of gun-related names. Yeah, So Colt is common. Oh, that the... makes more yeah. sense than yeah, Little Baby Cow, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, you really gotta look these names up. They're a, a blast. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. I listened to that, and then Craig has had this, like, ongoing playlist that he's been sort of interacting with yeah. for years called Damn That Smooth. <laughs> I would encourage you to look at it. What's on it? Oh, it's so good! It's like a bunch of like '70s soul and funk. Man, I bet Craig curates a mean playlist. He is—he is good at it. <laughs> it's nuts. I um, wish that was my spiritual gift, but it's simply not. It's. I. I'm glad that it's important for both of us. Yeah, you know, yeah, We're both very playlist based people. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that do you was think that's good. your shared Sagittarius moon? Oh, maybe. Because Parker and I have Scorpio moons. Matching moon signs is a thing we do in this family, I guess. That is true. I would say the Sag moon stuff probably expresses in the way that, like, when we were first dating... one of our favorite activities was to go in the lawn of my apartment and wrestle. Uh, <laughs> Goofy. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, he was not giving it 100%. <laughs> right, right. But I would laugh like a stuck pit. Like, it was like, yeah, 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 just like being like, and and I I it. Yeah, and I forgot about that until literally just this minute. That is so goofy. It was and then like much later we were like, "Oh, I bet tons of dogs were pooping and peeing where that." Ew. Like, like it didn't occur yeah. to me that cause, no. you know, people don't really usually have dogs in college, but Yeah. Oh, mercy. Um, anyway. That's little, little cute. Little things like that, yeah. though. Um God. Yeah. As I've said Snatch before, placements are nutty. my moon placement is the one that I'm like, it's a mystery to me. Scorpio. I don't know where this comes from. Yeah, Man, I don't know. But, I don't really see it a lot for you either. But Yeah, it's a strange one. But it's both Parker and I have it. And one of the traits is like, You're really secretive. And I'm like, I would say we're not. <laughs> Quite the opposite. <laughs> don't really have that many secrets to keep. So. What's Parker's Rising? Gemini. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I don't see that either. I kind of do. Do you? Curiosity is like the, cur- the, the key yeah. descriptor of a Gemini. Yeah. And so that's, I would say he's an extremely curious person. That's true. So. Well, I do feel like he also uh, loves to watch people behave impishly. Yes. Uh, He does. (laughs) Because he he was laughing so hard at Dad telling Mom (laughs) that that she's lucky to live with a person like him. (laughs) You're lucky to live with a person like me. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't even there for that, and I think that's the funniest thing I've heard him say in years. So... It was such a cla- That and then, like, the tooth fairy thing he did with Tig yesterday. I was like, this is Keith Sherman. Oh, yeah. Let's Keith get to Sherman-ing. you. Shermaning. What have you been up oh, to? Oh, my gosh. This weekend was a-, a lovely one. I got, like, a little, you know, some friend time, some family time. Um, on Saturday morning, we took the girls to um, our friend Angelie's oldest son's birthday party. It was extremely cute. It was like a train themed thing and they had this uh, the park had like a little train that goes around it like takes like 10 minutes of their journey and they just keep it going like every 15, 30, 45 in an hour. Oh yeah. So cute. And um and then on Sunday I went to her baby sprinkle. And it was, like, at one of her friend's houses. And it was, oh, my God, the gorgeous, like, the most gorgeous view ever. So Ingrid and I were like, oh, my God. It was just, like, a classic for the girls kind of a party, you know? Like, it was, like, 10 or 11 women. And it was just, like, very nicely curated. I liked everybody there. I was like, oh, I love... Angelie and her sisters, hey, Sushila, how's it going, Um, are just, like, the loveliest. And they're so good at, like, making a party and just, I don't know, curating a vibe. So it was, like, I left that being, like, why did I feel like I got showered? Ooh. By being, you know, just, like, around wow, a well, bunch of girls. Probably about the highest praise you can give to a shower. I, yeah, it was so nice. I felt, like, like, the subject. No, 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 not that. But just, like, well, I no, just I felt, mean, like, love. You know, like, yeah. it's, like, oh, God, I love girls. Like, I just, yeah. ugh, we're so fun. Um, anyways, so then after I got home from that, we packed the girls up. And we all went to my mom and dad's house. Um, Parker and I went to dinner that night. The girls were asleep by the time we got home. So Parker was like, okay, I guess I'll try a gummy tonight. And I was like, hell yeah. So we got in the pool with mom and dad, like an hour and a half later, he hadn't felt anything. So he was like, okay, I'll take a second one if you do. And I was like, yeah, a second one, (laughs) only my second. (laughs) So I had three, but anyways, um, we, um, when we were playing games, like, We heard a noise from the other room, and it was Tig helping Marigold go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And she was like, she keeps waking me up. So I had to move Marigold to a different bedroom and, like, basically calf-wrestle her all night so she didn't (laughs) crawl off the edge. It was, like, the worst night of sleep I've had in my entire life. But in the middle of all of that drama, (laughs) I come out to finish a game with Mom and Dad and Parker, and... I hear like Parker is like giggling like you've barely seen him before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What happened?" And he was like, "Your dad just told your mom we were very lucky to get to live with a person like me." <laughs> to have, get to. I have no idea what the context was, but that was like the most Keith <laughs> thing I've ever heard. And then um yeah, the next morning, I was like still sleeping because uh the baby I, at, like, seven, I was like, Parker, get up and come take this baby because I've been wrestling with her all night. Like, I need to get some more sleep. Um, while I was sleeping in, Tig lost a tooth. Ugh. And <laughs> I think Parker, either Parker or Dad pulled it for her. Um, and when I came out, I like, she was going, Papa, stop! That's not really from her website! Like, he was doing a classic, like, Sherman family grandparents irritating you, deceiving children, lying and annoying you for this, like just to be annoying and to like make the other adults laugh. It's very silly. So he had printed something that said, "Tooth Fairy Special Memorial Day, (laughs) May thirtieth, only special awards: one tooth, comma one dollar; two teeth, comma ten dollars (parentheses five dollars per tooth); three teeth, twenty dollars." $7.50 per tooth. Let's check that math. Not Not quite. (laughs) Very close. And then six and a half year olds also get an extra $1 per tooth in addition to the award levels above. (laughs) Hurry and pull those loose teeth today. Space exclamation point. Because that's how he types. Red handled pliers work best. What a goofy man. I love that he uh, made a fake it's, website it's on the notes app of his phone. The crappiest looking thing you've ever and seen. And then printed it out and taped it just above where she could reach yes, for the rest on of the a cabinet. cabinet. And then he'd go, wow, don't no, y'all think that's so interesting that she's <laughs> running a special? And he kept asking Tig if she wanted him to pull the other two teeth that are kind of loose. And I was like, stop. <laughs> no, she barely has any teeth. Oh, man. Let's let some of these grow back before we lose anymore. You know? I need to remember what where Sag falls on Dad's chart. It's, there. it's in there. It's <laughs> there. That was so wild. Oh my God. And then the whole afternoon he'd be like, oh, I've got my I've got my pliers. They're right here. Let me know if you want any. Yeah, he like brought him to the pool and started like clacking them. Oh my gosh. What a specific person he is. Honestly. <laughs> what <laughs> a path he's chosen for himself. <laughs> There's no one like him. Can't say that. (laughs) Um, But other than that, what did I... I don't think there's anything much going on with my life this weekend other than just sort of a couple parties and then some family time, um, which was nice. And then last night, I ate some gummies and watched this film. And I was, like, playing games on my phone the whole time. No! (laughs) Because I'm like, I got it. You didn't have an immersive experience? No, I mean, like... It was kind of like I've seen so many clips of this movie over the years mm. that I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what Doc Brown looks like. I know what Biff looks like. Yes. Got it, got it, got it. You know? You prefer a radio drama. <laughs> I made that same joke earlier. Because Parker's <laughs> stupid TV that he had to have when oh we got this house. I always call it that when it goofs up. Your TV. Um, <laughs> um It keeps, like... It'll just, like, go to black sometimes. that thing is begging for death. (laughs) And I was like, I love radio (laughs) dramas. It's a classic joke. It is. I just... I, uh... More than anything, I'm surprised given the role that TV plays in your life. Yeah. Yeah. That, That I can tolerate this? Yes. Yeah. I think... I, and I can and watch your television. Like, all terrible. The time. <laughs> all terrible green television. <laughs> Parker's, I think he's, his calculus right now is he's like, I don't know if one of the girls will throw a toy at the TV and I F it, it, it up again. It. I get it. I, that's an unwinnable situation. <laughs> and then, Ooh, I, you should get a projector. I want to have a frame TV. Oh, yeah, you would, but then Parker's, and I know that's just because it's what the girls want, you know, well, it, they just do look It's good, a though. status symbol, and I get it, but and I, I want I it. Want it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, but we have the cool mount so we can like turn it and watch it from the kitchen. I'm like, yeah. Sometimes could, you have to sacrifice things in order to make me happy. <laughs> I actually love that mount because when I'm chopping vegetables, I love to turn on something so stupid. I would love for you to have a tiny square TV in like the corner of your kitchen. Yeah, just classic. For you. A classic. Another move. status symbol. That was a that was an early two thousands kind of a status symbol. I think mm-hmm. the, the kitchen TV. Kitchen TV, I still think of as like an elite experience. Yeah. 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 Oh my. I, my friend, I had encountered one. Uh, in not, the wild? Yes. And I was like, you don't oh. know what this means. <laughs> You're one of me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I accept you wholly. Um, I always thought the most elite would be a bathroom TV. That is also I have to tell smart, you that. When they're in the mirror. Oh, incredible. Like a really nice McDonald's. <laughs> yes, exactly like that. Yeah. I, um when I think of like dream house type activities. hmm one thing I always love when I see a gaudy house tour is a girl who's like, I made my bathroom the space where I can take four hours to get ready, and it's fun. Because... I, is it the uh, unnecessary necessities girl I that has that, that like killer bathroom? Yes. Yes, there's oh some gosh. girl on Every there. Every time she shows up on my "For You" page, I'm like, absolutely. The welcome yeah, back because to that unnecessary is really just necessities. Like, the nicest thing you can do for yourself is to really like pimp out the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I would love to just sort of be able to like watch. But what I would love to do is to watch like a YouTube playlist. I guess this could, this is a very doable thing hmm. that I would curate. Okay, of old VH1 programming. On and I'd in love, your bathroom TV, yes, I'd love to sort of binge watch the I love the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, just sort of doing your facial while evolutions. I'm getting yes, while I'm getting my makeup on, while I'm washing my face, and mm-hmm. just sort of pause it and then come back to that same spot the next day. Mm-hmm. That would be Well, build the product you want there, Lindsay. I think that that sounds like such a lovely thing to do. Right for me. Do and it. then, you know, I'm sure I'll run through that and then I'll decide that I want to do Architectural Digest or mm-hmm. whatever. But just some playlists for getting ready. I would ready. say like maybe the bigger thing to tackle here is getting the TV into the, the, bathroom. the bathroom. Right, 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 right. And then I think the, the rest of that is pretty doable. easy doable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, Man, but I also love when people have like heated tiles. I think that's um, chic and elegant. I love that hot, for those the people. hot towel A thing? hot towel. A towel heater? A towel heater. So I dropped out. I only watched like two episodes, but I started watching um, Real Housewives of Orange County. Not Orange County. Beverly Hills, maybe? With Angelique and Ingrid. We, I went over for the night of the premiere. And there's this one insanely rich woman, um, Heather, I think. And... She was, like, giving the girlies a tour of her house. And it was, like, it had to have been, like, 7,000 square feet. It was the biggest thing I've ever seen. Damn. In her bathroom, she had a drawer. Oh, wait, you showed this to me. Yes, she had a drawer. Mm-hmm. Drawer. I just love to say words sort of cursively. Yeah, you did a great job. Um, she had a drawer right as, she, as you would exit the shower. And it was a heated towel drawer. I mean. Damn. That, to think of that. How well you know yourself. Yeah. And what would feel good at that moment, you know? I would love to meet the people that design these luxurious poppings. Yes. God, me too. Ugh. Because that's a that's a level of, like, genius, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, back to the future. Yeah, back to the future. So, classically 80s. Michael J. Fox. This is 85. Yeah. So cute in this. I mean... I don't. I'm not gonna like regurgitate the plot. It's Back to the Future. Yeah, he's f- somehow friends with an old scientist. Yeah, they never explain why, and they don't need to. Apparently, but it was so vibey when like he wakes up at like one o'clock in the morning, and Doc's like, "Did you fall asleep? Meet me at the mall or whatever to like bring what was he supposed to bring him? The oh, oh. can't recorder the video camera. Yeah, um, but he just like gets up and puts on his Walkman and skateboards to the mall in the yeah. middle of the night. And I thought, man, 80s teenagers just could sleep so peacefully. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They didn't have the social media. Yeah. It was a different time. I mean, having a landline, how quaint. God. I like, uh, I'd like to be less reachable. Yeah. But we have to do that together yeah. as a society. We have to mutually all disarm we do. at the same rate. We've had this exact conversation yeah. on I'm sure show. we have, but it sounds so nice. Yeah. To go back to, like, I could actually go to the mall with my friends and know, like, I won't have to talk to anybody I don't want to talk to. Yeah. Unless I run nice. into them at the mall. That was always but that a risk. that was, like, an exciting risk. And it's also kind of, like, a good skill to have. Like, learning how to be polite to or people to that you're not excited like, to talk to. Cross to the other side of the mall very quickly. That, too. Man, it was, like... I, my heart used to beat, like, a hunted animal at oh, the mall. Yeah. Like, seventh and eighth grade. Yeah. That risk was almost just too high. Oh, it was so... I know. You yeah. You never knew. And, like, God forbid they see me at the mall with my mom who loved me. I like, <laughs> that was always humiliating, humiliating. the concept. Humiliating. They can't know that I have an origin. <laughs> and that she's so, so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I know. I... Mall culture has been close to my heart recently. I feel watching it decline. Yeah, and just like I don't know, I sent you that that thing I saw today that was like I think it was a vulture list of like fifteen books that they're looking forward to reading this summer, and one of them was like um, it's like a part personal memoir and part like history of the mall in Ooh. the United States, and I'm like I think that that I'll read that. So I think it was called Meet Me by the Fountain. And I was like, man, that was so nice. It like, was. that was a moment. I could probably still draw the Woodlands Mall out for you. Like, for sure. Like a diagram. For sure. And and tell you, like, where the Hot Topic is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although they moved it, I think. They did. But I think I know where it the new one is, too. to move to a different spot in the mall. I think the new Hot Topic is down where, like, where Spencer's used to be. Do you Which is where, where it belongs. Oh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's definitely too. like
0: one of the top locations of a dream for me. Yeah, and like I also remember like the Greenville Mall from when I was a kid. I do too. Actually, isn't that weird? Well, it kind of reminds the me of Christian Bookstore, at least. Well, uh, the food court is what I remember, it was and it actually reminds a me. Nice mall. It was a really pretty mall. Yeah, um, but it reminds me of the mall in Saved, where they're having the yes. food court. Um, the layout of it is uh-huh. exactly like Greenville in my mind. Yeah, yeah. And And like I remember, um, what was that other big one? Uh, not I remember Greenpoint a little bit, but Willowbrook. Yeah, that was a lovely mall. Willowbrook was the girl before she the was mall. the e girl. Well, and then we can, we can't not discuss the, the Galleria. Galleria. <laughs> yeah. The Galleria was what first made me say that cities were for me. I did love. It might also be Galleria. one of my culture. What was the culture that made you say culture was for you? The Houston Galleria. Whoa. Honestly, maybe. So formative. I would like to go back. I would too. I think I need to. I think I need to. to Yeah. I bet the scale of it would really trip me up. Oh, yeah. In my mind, it was like the biggest building in the world. Yeah. I bet it would be like, oh, this is actually rather small. It's like the size of what just normal malls are now. And do you remember how elegant we felt it was to eat at the Cheesecake Factory at the Galleria? elegant. ordering a four cheese pizza oh my god um we Bruschetta. ran into who did we run into oh it was um tara lipinski tara lipinski because mm-hmm. they there was like a really big rink at the woodlands mall so they used to have like the, Sorry, houston not the galleria. Mall, houston galleria they used to have like she well she was from houston so they she have, like trained there were like there. skaters that would just train at the mm-hmm. galleria though yeah, they would like go have their lessons or whatever like before, in the hours before the mall would open to the public. Yeah. I think nuts. That's so crazy. God, I was just messaging with Hannah on Instagram about um, the our favorite like Houston influencer mm-hmm. girly who's like extremely extremely rich. But you and I talk about this a lot. Houston rich, fun. A you fun rich. You can be fun. It's you can really be fun and goofy with it Is when it you're Houston rich. Normal for malls to orient around a year round ice rink? No. Certainly that was a not. really weird, right? No. Yeah, that's a strange one. But I love it for them. Do you remember the Sanrio store there? Absolutely. This was right off the rink, which yeah. was primo placement for Sanrio. The smell of a Sanrio store, mm-hmm. I think that's part of like the top note of Glossier U, and that's why I love it. Wow. You know, because wow. people will say pencil shavings sometime as like a note that they pick up off of You, uh-huh. and that's what a Sanrio store smells like. Wow. Pencil shavings. Damn, that was what a vibe. I also remember that Cookie Company. Uh huh. God, I love the Cookie Company. Oh yeah. <sighs> there was like one like really luxurious section of the Galleria too. Where it was like a Gucci store and stuff like that. Yes, right? yeah, they did have like the this is the rich girly section, girl. But yeah. there are so many rich girlies in Houston. A lot. Because a of lot of them. <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. Well, if, especially like if your family. Landed in Houston and around the sixties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably you're uh, all right. Do doing pretty well for yourself. You're doing okay. Yeah, yeah. I would love to watch um, uh, a docu series maybe about like rich socialites in Houston. Where has that been? Because when they did Real Housewives of Dallas before doing Houston, I get why. Because you are going to get more showiness. But in the Dallas the but the disrespect. Like, Honestly, I used to when I was. Um, 18 years old, and I read Vogue cover to cover, like, every single month, a lot of the ads that they would run for, like, these kind of uh, multi-city salons, Mm -hmm. they would be, like, almost all of them would be, like, New York, Los Angeles, um, maybe San Francisco, Mm -hmm. Dallas. Yeah. And I was, like, bitch. I know. Houston has so much money. Yeah, the girlies in Sleep Houston that are rich peril. are rich, rich. But I also kind of feel like that made that that meant that like Houston had to develop its own sort of
1: society, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, it didn't And they really did a great a of job of it. brand stuff there. Yeah. God, yeah. that's crazy. I mean, I really Back to the future. He goes yeah. back to the 50s. <laughs> the mall got us off on such a tangent. The because, because the mall. Because the mall. Yeah, he goes back to the 50s through some weird scientific thing that his 75-year-old scientist friend yeah. does. And then when he's there, I, he somehow like ends up defending his own dad from a fight with Biff. Well, his dad is kind of what we call in, in you know... In scientific circles, a wiener. Yeah. uh And so he, when he goes back to the future or goes back to the past, I guess. To the 50s. To the 50s. um, Like, pretty quickly, the photo he has of himself and his siblings in his pocket, like, his brother starts to disappear because his being there has interfered slightly with the path that his mom and dad would have had to take to get together. Oh, that's right. And so it's like the, the further along you get in derailing them getting together, the less likely it is for your brother or your sister or you to ever be born. So it's so to sort of play Cupid between his parents. Yes. Yes. Which is played by Leah Thompson, yes, and Crispin Glover. I love that weird, weird bitch. I was just gonna say, I feel that people that love Crispin Glover are some of God's strangest little creatures. I can't explain <laughs> it, dude. It's like he just, what is his hair just in this so film? Funny looking, and he like, is. he just has that like lovable oddball energy to me. Yeah, you know what won me over? I'm sorry to tell you, it was Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh. I don't think I knew he was in that. Yeah, he's the guy who loses his arm. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> man, known for playing eccentric characters on screen. Yeah, such as George McFly in Back to the Future. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, man. Yeah, he. His birthday is on April twentieth. Yeah. Great <laughs> <Or> twenty. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he's a Tavros. Um, yeah. What an unusual person. His parents' names are. <laughs> In blue, is he is he a nepotism baby? Gotta be. Bruce Glover is his father, and that is a character actor. Okay, from the James Bond movies. I like when the nepotism is just like a real lineage of mid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's sort of like okay, sure. They just sort of introduced you to people, and right there you go. Okay, you're right. You yeah. got it. <laughs> you deserve it, but there's like at least a certain degree of talent that might be needed on that yeah. chain. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. Like I think being sort of understanding the pace of how things even work on a set. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm just thinking of like who's like a really middle of the road actor. You'll have to be more specific. Well, like, okay, do you think that being, like, Marsha Gay Harden's daughter is really going to make all that big of a difference? Oh, probably not, but I love Marcia Gay Harden. I do, too. So that's what I'm saying, is, like, if Marcia Gay Harden's daughter, her daughter, <laughs> were an actress, I wouldn't well, be then, that mad at her. She'd okay, probably be okay at it. Andy McDowell's daughter, Margaret Qualley, this is a good example. She's pretty. Andy McDowell, Nicole's nemesis. Yeah, and I get it. <laughs> but Margaret Qualley is so pretty, and apparently she and Jack Antonoff are engaged. Okay, girl, if you can lock that one down. <laughs> Good luck. Best of luck to you, I guess. <laughs> I can't believe this man's audacity to be honest. Well, he is and con- cons- that- consistently shooting outside of his league. Yes, and he also keeps making the same damn album with every person that signs up to work with him. True. And all of them are like, genius. Every Yes, what the hell? I feel like I'm like... What am I missing here, y'all? Like it's okay. There's I like a few bleachers songs, but I just don't. I cannot believe that this is like this is our Phil Spector, like, like this guy. The I have such doubt. The chick's most recent album was. He produced it, and it was good. It was definitely a departure for them. Yeah, but did it sound like the chicks? No, Not it really. sounded like Jack Antonoff does Not the really. chicks. You Not know? Yeah, I and mean like, lyrically it did, and you know it's Natalie's voice. But sure, there was definitely you, some more. You know what the girls want? And they want a second home. You, like home was where they hit their home. Their was Chelsea. one of the best albums. <laughs> That was That's such an unbelievable album. It's a no-skip album. <laughs> I skip Traveling Soldier because I don't like schmaltz. <laughs> but Lizzie, I think you need to hold a little more space for Traveling Soldier. Does it doesn't make you cry? No, it does, and I just don't have patience for that. I think it, like, there was a long time where that specific song wasn't available on Spotify, and it just felt like, okay, like, <laughs> so, save me from what I want. I get it. I don't <laughs> want you to hurt yourself. <laughs> This and you is know what that's fair you just sign a waiver before you yeah. can listen to this song are you driving right now yeah. okay pull off the pull road over it's like ways it's like no we're not gonna do this yeah sorry you're not allowed to listen to this song that song yeah it tugs at a bitch it does. It's manipulative, though, mm-hmm. and I think that that's something that I'm like, okay, don't manipulate me. Don't try to push my buttons <laughs> on don't purpose. Try to push <laughs> my buttons. <laughs> <laughs> the cry song on Harry Styles' new album is incidentally my daughter's name. My daughter's name. Oh, okay. I need to, and get her to listen. It's upsetting because why? <laughs> Why would you make a sad song? You know who tries with to such push a pretty name? my buttons. <laughs> sometimes it's friggin' Brandy Carlisle, and I say yeah, this has a Fandy. But sometimes, sure. like the lyrics, she got at least like, one or two of them on each Hulk album. Town mm-hmm. you can't do that. Mm-hmm. The mother, the mother, absolutely unbelievable. What that song reduces me to? Yeah, I can't believe the nerve. I know, I but, know. But I, I let it's her do a great it to me. Song. <laughs> I let her do it. Well. She just has one of the best voices. Oh, it's beautiful. That is like really such a unique voice that she has. Yeah. Uh, She did a cover with um, these other two dudes whose names escape me of uh, Angel from Montgomery. I don't know this song. Bonnie Raitt? I well, don't okay, know it. it's a John Prine song, but okay. as made famous by Bonnie Raitt. John Prine is a big blind spot for me. I really only know probably four or five John Prine songs, if okay. I'm honest, but um, Angel from Montgomery, great American songbook, man. Okay, interesting. That is a fantastic song. I'll have to listen to it. Give it a go, and then listen to, okay, you're going to have to listen to all three versions. <laughs> so John Prine, and then and Bonnie, Bonnie Raitt. Raitt. Bonnie's as smooth as hell, though. <laughs> um, and then Brandy Carlisle. Okay. Bonnie Raitt. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt is so good. She's so important to you. She is. She's a big part. She's a big part of the culture. I've heard that my queen... My diva, Kate Bush, mm-hmm. is um, getting quite a come up. She's now number one on the charts. I was going to talk to you about this. Our diva. I guess I she's like this I podcast I like had a weird diva. dream about that. No. And then I woke up and it was like, no, Kate Bush is running up that hill as number one. Well, I'm glad that the children are going to know. I'm, I'm glad, but I'm also like, what, it took this? Where have you girls been? We've well, been trying it, to get her out of hiding for years. Well, Join the movement. Was it, it wasn't euphoria. It was Stranger like, things. <sighs> Okay. Rose, Dom, you took a screenshot. I guess when the song plays in the show, somebody's, like, levitating. And she was like, okay, bitch, so you levitated listening to Run Deal with God. You're not special. We've all yeah, done that. Yeah, we all have. <laughs> oh, what's that one that I love on that album? Um, Hounds of Love. Well, honestly, yes, the whole album is amazing, but, uh, oh. Jig of Life. Oh, I love Jig of Life, Jig bitch. of Life I love that song. I love, it like, trips my ass up. It kind of reminds me of Ghost Wall type behavior. Yes, very that. You know, that sort of, like, 80s Celtic thing is very yeah. spooky-ooky. I love oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you really need to go through your Outlander phase. I do. I, yeah. Would that scratch that itch? Especially season one, it would, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's actually like, yeah, there's like a weird witch plot line that kind of continues seen, into season three. I've seen the witch girly in season one. I've seen like probably half of and season one. She got one. About mile high forehead. <laughs> I was just <laughs> going to say. <laughs> She looks accurate to like Flemish painting. A high waisted jean, but a forehead. Her forehead's kind of like a nine inch fly. <laughs> it was giving mask starring Eric Stoltz. Oh no, she's so pretty though. It was Aside giving, from two billboards work, this one just did. I only roast from a place of understanding. Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. ooh, that was goofy. I think I look like like George Washington on the quarter from a profile. We Would do you know have, this about, about me. That that is. I feel that uh, our grandmother's side of the family has that George Washington type profile. Well, it's because like my chin and my nose are competing for loudest, mm, you know? know. And we have like a little bump on our nose. Yeah, but so did Queen Elizabeth the first. Per her death effigy, <laughs> and and that's the best we can go off. of. Oh, she looks like my great grandmother. She really does, though. Yeah. That really did freak me out yeah. when I was in London. Mm-hmm. Okay, Back to the Future. So yeah, he does they should have gone schemes. back to Elizabeth. <laughs> because, <if> they <laughs> wanted that to been keep a lot cooler my attention. Oh, you should make the movie you want to see, Lindsay. Yeah. Period. <laughs> Just, we're a podcaster. Travels back to Elizabethan times. Yeah, it's like that, um, isn't there like a Jane Eyre, or not Jane Eyre, Jane Austen thing like that? Yes. Um, oh, God, I don't remember what it is. Was it Austenland? That was something I never saw, but... It might be. Or be Or the Eyre Jane Becoming Jane, I don't know. That's, it's that's a big, me... I, I don't want to isolate what could very well be our only listeners, but. I don't really do that's that sort not, of. I don't do that. Jane Austen cosplay is I not can't for it. me. I can do it. And I think it's because I just don't have what it's what it takes. No. To make it in that world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't really have the gentle skill. It's a, it's <laughs> an extended universe of its own. And I just. It's a what? It's an, an extended universe of its own. Oh, I it would absolutely. Marveling. Is. You know, Our, rivaling Our modern conception of Regency era is its yes, own MCU. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean... So I can dip in occasionally, but I can't promise you guys I'm going to follow all the through lines. Yeah, Let me put exactly. that. exactly. You know? Exactly. Catch me up. Which one was this? <laughs> There's so many damn Jane Austen movies. It's kind of insane. There's so many of them. I know. Wow. They'll never stop making Regency period pieces. And it kind of feels like you have to do one. You have to do either a Jane Austen or one of the Brontes or the BBC for uh us to sign your papers for you to go ahead and go to Hollywood that's so true Mm -hmm. yeah that's like uh, you do your time (laughs) the UCB of like the prestige actress Mm -hmm. world is that you have to go do like a four part BBC series before Hollywood will yeah stamp your green card yeah exactly wow yeah I think you might be onto something there it's a grift yeah because all really of them is. do it all of them do it really a DeVry University kind of thing <laughs> exactly do you know what I found out recently again way off topic um, not to do with back to the future but Imelda Staunton uh-huh. is married to yes the very very tall man who is it I don't know his um he's a character in um it's Jim something um he's a character in Downton like a very beloved and mm-hmm. important character. And then their daughter their daughter yeah. is in Bridgerton. <laughs> yes, but who does she play? Uh, she plays one of the Featherington daughters. Okay. The one that in season two gets involved in the shenanigans. I don't think I got far She's... enough in to, to get to like Featherington shenanigans. Oh, okay. They pull some they pull some goopery. Of course. And, they're a scheming family. But the thing is, the mom, all, she's always going to find her way on top. She is. She's, and she had quite the titty breasts in season one. Plentiful they titty breasts. They had that thing. Just, it was a chin rest. That was one thing that the Regency era costuming they got did right. so well. Yeah. Those girls, they knew how to pull them up, squeeze them together, <laughs> put them on display. <laughs> Because what is what are they for? (laughs) Merchandise, girls, merchandise. (laughs) What are they for if not to show off? That was a very um, boob-forward time. It's so wild that we just keep the wheel of time, keeps spinning on this. Yes, because you know what came right before that was big booty skirts. Yeah, yeah. it's just like we just have our, go our favorite fat distributions. Yes. And it changes every, Ugh. at this point it's changing like every 20 years. It's weird to see it happening in real time. I You're tol- starting to see the girls. I'm trend casting this, I've been saying yeah. this, boobies are ascending again. <laughs> It so. brings me no joy to tell you all. <laughs> it really doesn't. It really doesn't. Because <laughs> honestly, like, I, I've lucked into a butt and I spent uh, a... very good one. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I am able to improve it and have improved it at the time. Yeah. You know what the solution for no t- titties is? Cry. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. like, you know, you yeah. can bench, but it's not really going to do anything. This is not an improvable situation. Right. But I just have to tell you guys, yeah. I'm happy for you. Yeah. As long as, just get out there and have fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's your time. <laughs> Make sure you wear some sunscreen, though, Wears girlies. Wear some sunscreen. It's a really Protect that tender p- that place to get sun- sunburned. But you just go have fun, girls. Yeah, for sure. God. I just think maybe we could all just sort of collectively say, "Well, that's fun for you, girls, yep. but I'm gonna keep on working with what I've got." I, it's, I have no that's other what choice. What so, am I gonna do? Right? Not have a butt? Right? Exactly. Oh god! I had one other piece of advice for the booby class of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, it wasn't advice. I was just also wondering at what point in this trend cycle we're going to start to hear songs about boobies. (laughs) (laughs) It does seem crass. It, <laughs> it seems more crass than a song about a booty to I don't me. No, they really push the window. Like, oh, in terms of like acceptable things to say about a butt, yeah, yeah in rap, yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. Um, well, not I, even just in rap, really okay. in the culture. I, I just think the, think the way that we all sort of would collectively thirst over people's, people's yeah. booties, right. I think maybe songs that are not specifically about whatever body part uh du jour is trendy would be very welcome you know I would agree let's sort of let's bring back like you know just sort of I love your personality girl yeah that was famously a very popular era of music and it was sustained I love how how much we laugh together you know my favorite song I love how much we laugh together (laughs) But, but, you know, yeah, uh, it, music was better when it was just young men talking about holding your hand <laughs> back, back in my day. day. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. I love on TikTok when people pull up those like old, old songs from like the 1910s that were just, oh, that like, just disgusting, <laughs> like the foulest lyrics you've ever heard in your life. And you're like, I mean, statistically, one, one of my great grandparents had, grandparents had to have been into this, them. you know, <sighs> I don't know, maybe all of ours yeah. were boring. I don't but. know. No, I don't know. No. <laughs> I, we had some characters. There, there was there were some cards. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. Ugh. Ugh. Anyways, back, back, to to back, back to the future. Back to the future. Yeah, I mean, he just sort of figures it out. He gets the, his parents together somehow. His mom thirsts after him, which is... Uh, that was disgusting. disturbing.
1: Uh, I don't it know why they need to happen,
0: happen that yeah, way. Yeah, why do this? Um, he struggled mightily to get... Well, so he had to link back up with Doc Brown to be like, Hey, I need to go back to the future. And you're going to have to figure out with your brain now... How how you did it. years from now yeah, you, yeah. you figured out a time machine. And, and he's pieced PCA together enough little snippets of what, what Doc Brown has said about like something something jillawatts or whatever that, that Doc Brown's, Brown's able to be like, like oh I see, it requires, requires this much power. power. But but, but to have, have that have much power would require a lightning, a lightning bolt. And we wouldn't know, know where lightning is gonna strike, but just previously you see him being stopped in the present day, in the eighties, about a town like ordinance to to keep the the clock clock tower instead of renovating renovating it because the clock clock tower like was struck on whatever night 30 years ago at this time and like the clock clock has has been stuck at that time time ever since so he knows exactly exactly what time time to go to and he's happens to to be there one week beforehand honestly i don't don't need all the details it worked out just fine for me yeah yeah, yeah, I, I could, could suspend my disbelief the they entire didn't time. Do much, much with the fifties of it all, though. I didn't feel no. They could have had more fun with that. Fun with that. They definitely could have. Yeah. Well, there was the whole like, um, was it was it BB or was Chuck Berry song that he did? Yes. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, which I thought was that, that, that was, cute. was a cute part of the movie. That was cute. Um, I just love that his uh, his hobby is uh, guitar. You know, it's a sweet young man. I know, and He's his like, like rollers is like, like, like or skateboarding. skateboarding. Yeah, and then, and then like, he, like he like is crazy about his girlfriend. Yeah, she's so, so cute. Like, like what, what an adorable eighties time capsule. They knew how to get the girls to like him too. What, what a cutie, Michael J. Fox was. So cute, man. so cute, and baby face. Do you know, you know who his Brian. brother-in-law is? No, Michael Pollan. No way. Yeah. Married a sister? Yeah. Huh. Tracy Pollan is Michael J. Fox's wife of like nearly 40 years. Wow. Wild. You you gotta love that too. I love that. They got four kids. They're They're so cute. cute. Man, good for them. Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, he, they figure out how he can get back to the present day. But because of the like coaching that he gave his dad in the past, it, it has altered, altered real, where he is yeah, in the his, future. Because his, his dad was like a real alpha, alpha. now. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. He, he had been like a... like He actually says some of the, the same, same lines that, that uh, uh, Marty, Marty says earlier in the movie about like why he doesn't want to audition for some... I don't know record label or something or send his tape to a record label he's like what if they say I'm bad blah 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 and then he hears his dad say it in the past about his writing anyways when he comes back to the present day his house is completely different because his parents are richer and like yeah I love this yeah that was so nice and then like the car that he had been like wow someday I'm gonna have that car in front of his girlfriend is like parked outside it was cute but, but then, then right when he's, like, like, about to, to ride off with his girlfriend, girlfriend Doc comes, comes and, he's and he's like, you gotta, gotta come with, with me to, me to the, the past, past or... Maybe to the future? To the future. Yeah. So in the yeah, in the second one. Well we, we can, can just, just keep, keep watching, watching them if you want, but don't they, they go, go to the future, future though? But yeah. That's, that's not a, that's, that's yeah. not, a, pe- I know, period not piece. a period piece. But the third one is. So um anyway. So we'll just do the one <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do back, back to, the to the future. future three <laughs> <laughs> to be purists. <laughs> <laughs> completionists. It's um, important. <laughs> no, I'm not going to make you no. that. But I would encourage you to watch, too, um, yeah. because it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get into that, that for sure. sure. Um, I think you'll... I love, like, outdated depictions of the future. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so cute. cute. It's the, the funniest f- thing to me. Yeah. It's very funny. It's a good time. Yeah. What are we watching next week? I don't know. I'll pause. Um, well, we've decided that we're going to be watching Florence Foster Jenkins, a film I've never seen. But I've I'm, seen it once, and I I gotta tell you, I had a great time. I'm very theater. excited to watch it. It looks like a good, 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 goofy time to me. You're gonna enjoy it. I'm sure I will. Watch it or don't. I think it's on Hulu or Netflix or Amazon. It's I well, don't one know, of y'all those. Can figure it out. But y'all figure it out. It's Real streaming good. for free. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watch it or don't. But join us back next week when we talk about it. All right. Bye. Bye.